Good afternoon, Jane. Well, good afternoon, April. How are you doing? How are you doing? (laughs) We said at the same time. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. Are you ready to get started? I've been ready, like, since we found out our next topic. I've been so excited. Me too. Yeah. Well, hello again, everybody. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and staying safe out there. And <laughs> we are, we, you, we have a delicious, delicious tea for you all today. And we, April and I have been excited since we, since she, since, since, since the mastermind herself has came up with this idea. April, take it away. Okay, guys, we are going to travel back in time. This was about 2003 to 2004. My first story was going to take place in, well, let's say 2004 for this first story. I was a sophomore in high school. I love the color hot pink. I still enjoy hot pink too i mean it's a lot of fun right guys yes me too well um i was really bold in high school more daring than i was uh, you know now and i decided that put on this outfit to wear to school and i'm really surprised i didn't get in trouble for but i guess you know whatever um i wore jane these hot shoes that were stacked and probably inches. They were tennis shoes. And they're hot pink and lime green together. I had solid lime green ones too. And I wore these hot pink fishnets. And a denim skirt that hit me about knee length. And like a hot pink shirt. And (laughs) I just like didn't care. I I didn't really think about it. I I was just thinking, oh, well, I love these colors. You know, like I wasn't going to. I actually don't like very much attention on me. Despite the neon you know, electric colors that I was wearing. But all of a sudden, I hear something coming from the hallway as I'm traveling down, trying to get to my class. And one of my fellow classmates, she was in class with me. And all of a sudden, I hear, Hey, Flamingo! How are you doing, Flamingo? And I'm like, huh? Where? (laughs) She was talking about me, Jane, because I was pink head to toe. And I just didn't really care. And it was like kind of embarrassing. And I was 15 years old. Um, at this time, I, I still ended up wearing that outfit again at some point, but I might have skipped the neon fishnets. <laughs> oh my god, 
early 2000s guys the early 2000s the crazy stuff we wore um and i wasn't popular Silly by bands. any means so right. i i just didn't care but that was one of my embarrassing stories like i said we're in a time capsule going back in time talking about our embarrassing mishaps and stories now jane I spoke about one of mine. Would you like to go ahead with one of yours? Uh, yes. Now, guys, <laughs> what I'm about to tell you, don't, tr don't try this at home. Just don't. Or try it anywhere. <laughs> so this was, this was the end. Freshman year in college community college and I was and I discovered that I was a fangirl of a certain fellow named Sean Mendez now I because like he at that time like he he got the song out in my blood which helped me a lot dealing with my anxieties and and depression and like I started like watching his interviews and and all that jazz, and just getting to know him, and which was refreshing, and which really helped me during the time, because freshman year in community college was a really dark place for me, if, as I already mentioned it before in the first episode. So it was one night, this is actually the first year anniversary of when I graduated high school, which was 2017. So it was May 17, 2017, I mean 2018, one year anniversary, oops. And and he had this, and they, Apple Music was hosting this Sean Mendes one night only. And I was like, okay, I'm psyched about it. Yeah. So it, it was like, it was this, it was this live stream. And so like, I was all ready. I was all ready to go. And then my sis, my little younger sister made me miss the first half of it, which I was angry, but little did I know she saved me from perhaps my biggest <laughs> my biggest wildest thing but anyway so I so I was enjoying myself I was just enjoying his performance and all but in the middle of it I was just blown away by by not only his voice but by his personality and by his handsomeness y'all you have no idea he is so handsome like oh my gosh and he was he was so charming and, like, he was just, like, he's, like, John F. Kennedy. Like, you know, he was very charismatic. If y'all yeah, get what I'm saying. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, like, I, like, I was just, like, wow. He slapped me off my feet. And so, like, it was, like, and I was just, and this fangirl, my fangirlness was out. Like, I was out of control. So it was midnight, and the like, and his live stream was over, and that's when his new song dropped before his album, which came out the week before. I mean, sorry, the week after that week, and and I listened to it, and I was it, and I was already freaking out already. My fangirlness was out already, and so I was on Instagram on May eighteenth, just like scrolling through everything, you know. And then I saw his performance of the first half. And when he hit that high note of his other songs, Lost to Japan, I drew my phone against the wall. Wow. And I thought I drew my phone. 
Yes, and I thought I threw my phone against the bed, but I against the wall, and I was like, oh my, oh my gosh. And then, so I checked the phone to see my phone was safe, but no, it was broken. It was, the screen was all black, so I was freaking out. I was crying. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I woke my parents up, teary-eyed, and I told them that I accidentally dropped my phone. It did this all accident. I concocted this story. And so, like, I was in the clear until my little sister, she smiled at me and she's like, Faith, I mean, Jane, <laughs> oops, why, like, why did you, so how did the phone broke? And she was, she was screwing me. Like, she's just being this detective. And, she, and then she was like, and then if you don't tell, I would tell mom. And I'm like, okay, big. Cousin Shaman, typical and she younger sibling. Was hysterical. <laughs> yes, she was hysterical. She was laughing. She was like, "Mom, mom!" And I was literally April. You could see me. I was running the marathon. Like I, <laughs> I ran as fast as I can for not for her to not tell my mom. But then I was too late. And once she heard that, she could believe it. My dad was like, "Really, Jane?" <laughs> and so. My phone had, I did have phone for about a week and I had to use my computer. And, <laughs> and then, like, during that night, like, when, he, when Sean was performing at the Billboard Awards, like, my, like, my parent, my dad, and my sister removed everything in my computer because they knew that I was going to destroy something. Oh, no. So, so anyway, Sean, yeah, so anyway, Sean, if you're out there, you owe me a new phone. This is your fault. But back to you, April. Now, that's definitely a funny story. Totally embarrassing, Jane. Oh, my gosh. I can relate. I'm the eldest of two. And I get it. I mean, my brother did embarrassing things to me. Get on the phone if I was talking to my boyfriends, which my ex-boyfriends were a bunch of goons. So I kind of, in retrospect. I don't blame him there, but at the time, it definitely wasn't funny. He would make fun of them and things and hang up the phone and interrupt. But that's what little siblings do. And us older siblings, you know, we get upset about stuff like that, of course, when it happens. But, you know, it is it's definitely a funny story. I am sorry that your phone broke and you you were out without a phone for a while that part really sucks, but the excitement and anticipation of an actor or singer or combo of both, you know, starstruck. Hey, I, I totally get that. Yeah, and y'all fangirlness, fanboyness is or any fan fanness is real. It's totally yes. real. It's not made up. Like proof. Go back. I researched about this. Go back to the 1950s with Elvis Presley. Go, y'all. Y'all do your research. It is totally real. We are not crazy. So respect us, y'all. Okay, back to you, April. I didn't mean to make this a like fan fan. Oh, fan girls and fan boys matter movement. But maybe. We oh should. yeah, I totally, I <laughs> totally get that. Now for the next story, um, I. Try not to do anything too controversial while talking on the podcast. I truly mean this as something entertaining, but I am going to say that this might come off as being insensitive 
to listeners. Possibly, most people probably think it's funny. So I'm just going to let it rip. Okay. I was I was a junior in high school. So let's go back in the time capsule to about 2005. And I think I was either, I was a young junior. So I was probably still 16. And this one guy in my classroom, um, he was just talking, he was being friendly, and he was like the new guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we didn't yeah. really know what to expect from him. And like he at first just looks like he was giving people hugs. <laughs> Unbeknownst right. to me, there was more than just a freaking hug, okay? Um, he sat down near me and he said, oh, hi, April, how's it going, you know? And I'm just, I was nervous Mm -hmm. because like I said, he was new. He was talking to me and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, he slipped his arm around my shoulder, Jane. And I thought that was the end of it. And I, you know, just kind of said, hey, I have a boyfriend, whatever. And um, I didn't make a big deal. But all of a sudden, I feel something. And he he bit me. Like, he bit my arm. What? He just, like, I thought he was just giving me a hug. And then, like, he turned his head and he bit my arm. And that yeah. hurt. Oh, my God. That was very painful. It was a bruise. It was a whole ordeal, okay? And, mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to tell on him, but I had a freaking bruise. And I waited a couple days to say anything. And, like, I he was suspended for a couple days. I'm glad it didn't escalate further. But I'm just like, you can talk to me, but don't fright, freaking bite me again. Like, oh, my God, that hurts. And I'm... Uh, I'm a very anxious person. I'm a very emotional person, too. And I call it nervous laughter, okay? Like, something is actually not funny. And I'm kind of laughing about this now. Um, You know, and like I said, this could trigger people, whatever. I mean, maybe not. But I just like putting it out there. Um, I started laughing. When he bit me. Because I'm like, oh my. It was a laughter shock, Jane. A laughter shock. Like, what the heck is going on here? What is this dude doing? Like, oh my god, this hurts. But this is so ridiculous. It's funny. But not really regular funny. This is just so weird. Where am I? Like, what's going on? Did I leave planet Earth? Um. Oh my gosh, Jane. It's just like, what in the world? Uh, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. That was embarrassing because then, then like, people saw that I laughed after, after that happened. And they're like, oh, she really enjoyed that. <laughs> they're like, oh, she must be into <laughs> some freaky stuff. Ha ha ha. Wink, wink, wink. Right. Um, and I'm like, no, that 
hurt. I'm just really nervous right now, and I'm having some nervous laughter. Yeah, I mean, what was he trying to turn into? A va- like, what? Like, was he trying to be some kind of w- w- Edward Cullen or something? You know, Jane, that might be it because I'm very fair complected. So he might have just seen this really, you know, fair complected girl with <laughs> uh, very white skin. And he might have thought to himself, I'm just going to give her a job. <laughs> I'm going to bite down on this chick and then I'm going to turn her into a vampire. Oh my God, guys. I'm joking about that last part being turned into a vampire. But I mean, mean, come on. It was 15 years ago. It was 15 years ago. I have to laugh about this, guys. I do. Yeah. Can't believe that was 15 years ago, Jane. Where has the time gone? I know. Where has the time gone? I mean, that's I've been here in Evansville for like 15, 16 years. Well, 15 years. Because like I came, I came in Evansville when I was five years old. So like during. Oh, wow. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been. Gosh, it's been a it's been a long time, a long time, and I never thought to hear of somebody being bit. That's I mean I heard stories, but bit out of the blue, that's a new one. It was totally random. I'm just like, okay, that's how you're gonna meet me. No, well, like no handshake. Like, he, well, he knew who I was because we were in the same class. But it's like, okay, no handshake. No, just friendly conversation back and forth. He is going to bite me. And I live to tell about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe you are a vampire after all, was April. I survived it. I mean, you know, I didn't mean like... A tennis shot after that or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. Anyway, you know you know what's worse about well, I I mean nothing can top being bit, but there's nothing like being compared there's nothing like being someone else. I understand. yeah, this was back in 2016, my senior year. And this was way before, this was like months before I fell in love with this dude, which I look back, I'm like, if I could go back in time, no offense, I'd be like, Jane, what was you thinking? I mean, he was a fine dude, but you know, it was, anyway, that's that's the subject later on, folks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but anyway. Gotcha, so yeah. It was ho- so, <laughs> so it was homecoming. So it was homecoming for football, and of course there there has to be a homecoming king and queen. And so, and so this dude that I like before I fell for him, like this is before he came up to me during choir class and says, "So do you have your dr- dress?" And I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. Like, what do you mean? Like, 
he's like for homecoming i'm like oh you see you see out of my class we have we have the same name there's another person named jane yes there was two james in my graduating class and so (laughs) so he thought that i was the person that i was gonna go out that i was gonna be his date to the homecoming and I'm like, no, my last name is Griffin. Her last name is is Wood. And he's like, oh, my mistake. He's like, oh, oops. And and also, we're different skin colors. So I was black and she was white. So <laughs> Right. So <laughs> I mean, dude, come on. Like, I mean, how could he make that mistake? Like I even with the same her. names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he didn't met her before. I don't know. I like I have no idea. I really don't know. But like, I always think like a a year after, like I, I fell for him, and I think that man, if I liked him, then I would have freaked out. I would have like, well, of course I'm her. Of course I'm white. <laughs> but. But no, I I wouldn't do that. No matter if I like this guy a lot, I wouldn't do that. I will just be honest. But a little bit disappointed. So yeah, that is another embarrassing moment. And that would be really (laughs) awkward. I mean, that definitely would be awkward. Uh, I don't know, Jane, if I would have that willpower. I mean... If my crush came up to me when I was in high school, you know, and got me mixed up with a different April or whatever, I don't know. I would be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll go with you to the dance. Heck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, like, right. And I get it. I get it. Like, when it comes to guys, like, I could be, well, I'm shy. I'm shy, I mean, of course, because of how handsome they are. But I I have my mother's boldness. Like, I could be really bold. Like, Me too. And, yeah, and fun fact, my mother actually, like, came up to my dad. Like, okay. She, yeah, so it was like, and I thought all these years my dad like introduced himself but no it was my mom who did that and I'm like oh my gosh good for her for taking charge yes good good for her <laughs> but but like what can top my embarrassing story April like what do you got okay I have a good one. Once again, hey, this might be sensitive to some listeners, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, which I'm not trying to take it lightly, but I I don't want to be a hypocrite and say, oh, I'll never talk about anything controversial. Um, I try to stay away from stuff like that, but sometimes you just got to throw in a little bit of just a smidge of controversy. Um, okay. Yep. So I was a freshman. So going Back to 2003-2004, I was feeling very bold during that time, too. And I noticed in gym class, one of the cheerleaders had blonde hair with little red streaks in it, okay? 
So mostly blonde, but, you know, some red pieces. I said, hey, that's awfully cute. You know, where did you get that hair color? And she told me Hot Topics. Okay. And, um, and it's like the manic panic, very bright colors. My hair was already blonde at the time. In fact, it was like platinum blonde. It's like one of the lightest blondes you could get. My mom had bleached out my hair um, for my freshman right. freshman year. And so the dye would take to it very, you know, it's going to deposit that color well, right? So uh-huh. I thought it would be really cute for me to do like some, a couple of streaks in the front, which we did. And then mom did like the bottom of my hair. So it was kind of blonde. And then it went to this bright red color. Right. On me and how bright my hair was, it pulled more of a pink color, which Mm -hmm. was definitely against the, you know, dress code. You weren't supposed to have extreme colors. I think, honestly, in retrospect, if I would have just put a couple, like, little streaks in the front, I would have probably been okay. Yeah. But since I took it to the next level and mom put, like, that reddish color on the bottom and it looked more pink on my hair, that's where it was a little bit much. So, of course, I go to the principal's office and when I was going... Some smart-ass sophomore, which was, <laughs> oh, gee, a whole year older than me. Oh, like she was such a big girl. Um, <laughs> I'm cynical, guys. I'm cynical. I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, there's another freshman here. And she's walking down. It's another stupid freshman thinking she could get by with stuff. Yeah, whatever. Anyways... Uh, get to the principal's office, and the principal is known around school as being kind of a dictator. Right. So he looks at me, and he's like, your hair is pink. I said, well, I meant it literally, not sarcastically. I said, well, I was trying to make it you know, more red in the front. Well, it looks pink. And he's like, you broke the dress code rules. La-di-da. <laughs> Right. Um, and I said I can fix it. My mom's a hairdresser. She's like, he's like, your mom's a hairdresser. Like he has never heard of someone being a hairdresser before. Wow. I mean, what is this? Like eighteen twelve. Wow. wow. Like. Wow. Your mom's a hairdresser. <laughs> I said yes. And he's like, that better be. It was a Friday. That better be toned down by Monday morning or you're going to get suspended. (laughs) So I go to class and I was late and I had a late pass and I gave it to the teacher. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I love your hair. She's like, that is so cute. And then she looked at my pass and she's like, wait a minute, you're in the principal's office? I said, yes, I got in trouble for having, you know, this hair. And she was like really she's like it looks really cute on you so that's kind of weird and you know it it looks nice you can pull it off but uh I said it's in the dress code she's like oh okay she's like well maybe you can just tone it down or something and then a classmate chimes in and this is where the sensitive part is guys okay but bear Mm -hmm. with me like I said this 
principal had kind of a dictatorship attitude. So he was like, hey, how about you tell that principal to shave off his Hitler mustache and then you'll change your hair. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. I was rolling. I'm like, oh my God, that is so funny. I said, I'm not going to say that because I would probably get suspended, but Mm -hmm. oh my God, like that was funny. And (laughs) come Monday morning, my mom put brown over it. So it made this really cool, like almost burgundy on the tips of my hair and the streaks. Right. And I, I got called down, sure enough, in the middle of math class, my first class. Oh, you need to come down to the principal's office. Okay, whatever. Go down. And uh, he's like, your hair. I said, yeah, I I put brown over it. Um, that's the only thing I could do without cutting it. Uh, because I would have had to you know, cut it really short, probably above my ears to get rid of all the red. He's like, I didn't think mm-hmm. that you could have it that toned down over the next couple days. I was expecting it to look worse. He's like, good for you. That's impressive. You may go back to class. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Not because I got in trouble. I knew when I went in that day, I was probably going to get in trouble. And I really didn't care because that was seriously the worst thing I had ever done in school. Like, the major discipline was me getting in trouble for my freaking hair. I wasn't... Honestly... Like yeah. doing anything else. I came to school every day unless I was sick, which was very rare. Um, I might have missed like, you know, just two days during the whole four years, probably less than 10 days for the whole four years. Um, that's not very much. Honestly, I yeah. didn't cuss sorry. or anything at school. Like, go ahead, Jane. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I keep I keep interrupting. Honestly, good for you for for being defiant like that. I mean, that's a stupid rule. Changing your hair, hair like what's like what's the problem? Like, is there a gun in it? Like, people can hide. Like, people could design a gun and actually like use it. Like, what the heck? Like, it's a really stupid rule considering, like I said, cheerleaders had wasn't all low. I mean, I, you know, I could yeah, I can get the dictatorship. I can get why why she made like why that classmate person made that comment. I I get it. <laughs> like I yeah. like I, I, I understand. It was why. so lame. It was a bit extreme. Yeah. But but yeah, but yeah. So but thank you, April, for being such a badass. Thank you. You're welcome. You. I enjoy it. <laughs> yes, like thank you. <laughs> anyway, so Jane, uh, yeah, I was gonna go back to you. Do you have another embarrassing story for us? Yeah, well, this is not embarrassing to me, but it may be embarrassing to others. But I'm just gonna tell it anyway. This is more as a appreciation to a person who I care deeply about, and okay, and you know, like. Like, and you know, like, this is like, this is my graduation gift to him because he's supposed to graduate this, this month, but 
but graduation would cancel. This is sort of a gift to, gift to him and my appreciation of how much he means to me, how much he changed my life. So this story, so, so this is my first, so uh, this is for you if you are listening out there. Uh, so this was my freshman year of community college at, in community college. And he was the person who really helped me, who brought light in my dark place. And like, I, like, I just really appreciate him. And whatever he wasn't there, like, I'd just be upset because like he, he truly helped me get out of that dark place. And so like, it was, he was absent. Like he was sick for a couple of days. Like we were both in the same art class. And, okay. Like, I was just worried like, and I was worried, like, crazy, and, like, I even tried to call him, like, just to, like, like, update him about our assignments missing because we got each, other, each other's phone numbers. It was until that day during class, like, in the beginning of class, I heard his voice. And, though, like, in April, no joke, I, as soon as I heard his voice, I ran. He had McDonald's oh, wow. cup with it. Yeah, I ran and and like and crash onto him and hug him. He stumbled upon. And like I just told him that I miss you so much. And like I heard ha- laughing in the hallways. Like that's the embarrassing part, but I just didn't care because right. April, I like I love him so much. Like he meant so much to me. So if you're listening listening I want you to know that I love you so much and that I appreciate you so much and I wish you all the luck luck in this world and you des- and the world is yours. So yeah, that's that's my st- <laughs> sorry. That's my final story. And that's a beautiful sentiment, Jane. I really appreciate it when people are honest about how they feel and everything. So, you know, I think it's really brave of you to speak on this today, but I think it's a good move. Um, and I appreciate your stories. I have one more Anytime. story, but I wanted to know if we can wrap back around the fangirl stuff a little bit after I get done. Yes, we can. Because I think definitely. you guys will find it really funny. <laughs> Yes, okay. I'm so excited. Yes, okay, okay, yes, okay, let's do it. You're fine. Okay, well, this was an <laughs> embarrassing story going only back three years this time. Well, I was in a really crappy mood and I ride the bus, <laughs> uh, the city bus. Yes, and Jane already this. knows this because I cleared it with her before I told this. Like, I <laughs> we talk to each other, Jane and I talk to each other before we do these guys and we get each other's honest feedback because we like being careful and conscientious of people but anyways yes we do uh i missed the bus by like two minutes don't you hate that you see that big city bus pulling up to your stop and i was literally like hauling ass down the hallway trying to get to that damn bus <laughs> and i see it and i'm opening the door and then whoo, there it goes boom <laughs> then i have to wait another hour because i'm not going to cross that busy highway and get hit by a car anyway so 
<laughs> I have to wait another hour for the bus to circle around. I'm really bummed and I'm just aggravated because things the the person I was seeing, like things just weren't going right. And like he was just not into me as much as I was into him and just stuff just wasn't going right. And I was all dressed up thinking I was going to maybe go on a date later with that guy. But that didn't work out. Right. So I go back, sit down in the commons and I open up my notebook and I just start drawing and doodling or whatever. And then a security guard approaches me and I get nervous because I'm thinking, OK, I'm just sitting here like, what am I doing? Well, he comes up to me, he's all smiling and stuff. He's like, oh, how are you? You know, um, you know, how's your day? And I was just in a mood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, just a yes. bad mood. And I wasn't trying to take him out, take it out on him. But, like, I just kind of didn't care. I have those days where I'm just like, screw it. I just don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I miss the bus. You know, I'm, I'm waiting for it to circle back around and it'll be here you know, here in about 45 minutes or whatever. He's like, well, that really right. sucks. He's like, I'm sorry about that. Like, he was trying to be polite, and I feel really bad about this now. I actually really do, because I was really rude. I was, like, just so rude. I was acting like, you know, one of those Karen memes. <laughs> like, <laughs> those crazy Karens, you know? And uh, I said, are you sorry? <laughs> He was thrown off, kind of gave me a face like, what? He's like, yeah, I am. Like, that really sucks. I said, okay, that's fine. And then he was just talking to me, chit-chatting. And I told him I was in the psychology program or whatever. He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, hey, maybe I'll see you around some other time. Like, he was just trying to, like, subtly flirt or whatever. Wow. And I'm like, I had this huge grin on my face couldn't resist I said that's right you're gonna see me because I'm here all the time and then I start laughing hysterically oh gosh I guys I was just having a really crazy day and I feel really bad about it now I mean it's funny to talk about because I feel like People just have those days where they're the worlds just turn upside down, and it's one of those situations. Everything is so aggravating, then you just start laughing. Uh, you I know, mean, I mean, I can relate to that too. Like, whenever I'm just like angry at somebody, or like wherever I hear something so dumb and ignorant, I always get that word wrong so dumb and just wow. I just be laughing. I'm like, <laughs> you got me kidding me right now. <laughs> so <laughs> we we all have those delirious moments. God know I have. <laughs> it's just like out of shock. Just like yes. things seriously can't get any worse. And I'm yeah. not in the mood to deal with people right now. And I just can't handle it. So, I feel I'm you. just like whatever, but it it's crazy. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just like whatever, but uh, 
going back to earlier, Jane, what you were mentioning about being a fangirl. Oh, my God. You guys. Jane and I both, not to get, I don't think we actually watched the movie together yet. Watch Bohemian Rhapsody, guys. Yeah, we we have. I knew we were good. I have feeling. I knew you were going to tell the story, April. I knew it. Okay, Look, I, I thought you and I like saw the movie separately. No, we, we, we saw did. It. Yeah, we seen it. I think it was last year, as I remember. It was during like I think Thanksgiving or Christmas. It was during winter break or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah, but we both seen the movie. Shout, shout out, Rami Malek. You you did a phenomenal job as as portraying Freddie Mercury. But anyway, April. Yes, he did a fantastic job, guys. And this was actually in 2018, at the end of 2018, when he yeah. the movie came out. It was in November, mm-hmm. and I like I went to see it with my mom. And um. Anyways, he did such a fantastic job jumping over to February of 2019. I'm watching the Oscars. I love watching the Oscars. I'm a nut when it comes to watching the Oscars, guys. (laughs) Uh, Oscars to me is like the Super Bowl to football fans. I am a fanatic. I'm I'm a little bit crazy. They always... Yes. They always yes. announce the male actors like at the very freaking end of the Oscars. Like at the very end, they announce the best actor. And Rami Malik was nominated for best actor for portraying Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. And then they open up that shiny envelope. And there it is. And they say, Rami Malek, best actor. I jump up from my chair, Jane, <laughs> as you can recall. And I start clapping like a maniac. And I'm yes, like, I can see it too. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I knew because I was watching the same night for April's sake. Because, like, I, I watch award shows, like, I watch the Tonys and stuff. But I just see it like I only watch it if for like favorite movies or favorite actors slash actresses. So I just yes. watch it for I watched first a Graver and when I heard about it, I I knew like I thought of I knew April will be so happy. I knew. I was just nuts and I jumped up from a couch, started clapping really loud. Uh, my husband was at work. My daughter was sleeping. My son was like halfway asleep. He was reading a book and he was supposed to be sleeping, but he wasn't totally asleep yet and comes out of the room. Hey, is everything okay? I said, yeah. I said, Rami won. And I think I was probably tearing up. I, that's how a little bit, I go a little bit overboard, guys. I'm just like, oh, he did such a beautiful job, you know, and um, it was like one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm not even joking. It felt like I was watching a concert. I've never even been to a concert. I know it sounds weird for me saying that, but sitting in those stadiums with my uh, mother and then, you know, 
uh, and I'll put this on our Facebook. We can discuss movies, but I'm going to put a citation on our Facebook for a reference. Um, the part, Jane, that really got me during that movie, and let me know how you felt about this, is when okay. the very end, we are the champions, and they zoom into that crowd, and they see, we see as the audience, the father and son singing and, you know, kind of swaying together with the music. That really got me, like, in a very sentimental way of, yeah, like, that was just such a wonderful moment. That was, like, you know, definitely a money-making shot right there. Just seeing basically, like, a generation or two different generations of, you know, it looked like a father and a son, you know, enjoying that music together. It, that was just wonderful. And mom and I have her tissues wiping our eyes. Oh, it's so beautiful, you know. And uh, it was just, I don't know, I I enjoy stuff like that. And yeah. Jane, how did and you feel when you saw that moment on film? It felt so surreal. Like, I think I was a bit teary-eyed. I think, I think one of my favorite moments, like, what I can think about is, like, in the film when, um, like, after Freddie discovered that he, that he had AIDS and, like, when he said, and then when one of the patients like from like who had that he's like I don't know what they said I don't know I'll remember but like he just looked back at him and and that was like that was surreal and also the band-aid concert was surreal to me but after the movie oh yeah that's when I started listening to Behaving and Rhapsody more and like I just became really inspired by Freddie Mercury I mean he was he truly cared about the music. Like, he was truly passionate from day one until the day he died. Like, heck, he even, like, never stopped performing during- when he was really sick from A's, which was super That's exactly inspiring. Right. Like, which was super inspiring. So, like, shout out to Freddie Mercury, man. Like, he he will live forever. Like, he, like, like and shout out to, to, to Queen. Like, they are, they are, like, they're legends. absolutely absolutely like yeah and like i said y'all fan crazy fans matter fan people super fan people fangirlness fanboyness fandayness they matter that is absolutely right like seriously without us crazy fans i mean they wouldn't make very much money (laughs) yes exactly so yeah, man, that's such a good memory. Like I haven't, I haven't seen Baby and Rhapsody in in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's been a few months for me, and it's just like it's one of those movies that you sit down and you're watching, whether you're with your friend or by yourself or with your family, and you're sitting down and watching, it and the time just falls away. Like, you go, right. the time just goes by, and it feels like just a few minutes from, like, I know it's over two hours, but it just feels like one of those situations where the time just, like, literally melts away, and it doesn't feel like, you know, there's very much, uh, the, time flies when you're having fun, is my point. Yes. Uh, you know, it's just 
one of those things. And it feels like when they're performing, it, I mean, I know it wasn't Rami singing, of course, but it's just, it felt like he was. And it I felt mean, like they, going to a concert. Like, yeah, it was half and half. That's what they were saying. It was half, it was half his voice. So okay, part yeah. of it was, yeah, so part of it was this. But yeah, like, I mean, it's just exciting. Like, I believe you, April. Like, it's just, it's breathtaking. It's memorizing. And yes. like, like, and what's so important is like, it's that time. It's like, it's that time in your life. It's the time, like, where, where, where were you at? Like, what age were you? Or what were you going through at the time? And like, that's what exactly. It's a moment in history. Yes, and that's what makes it so good. Like, that's what... I mean, my parents was... grew up... Yes. Yeah, sorry. Oh, what were we about to say, April? Oh, you're fine. I was actually going to say... I was going to say pretty much, I think, the same thing. You were like, my mother saw the original Live Aid performance on television. Uh-huh. You know, and... uh before I was born, uh, a few years before I was born. So it was really cool. Like, even though it wasn't exactly the same, of course, but it was cool to kind of experience that moment together in the future. Uh, You know, watching that uh, play out and, you know, going back into uh, history. And uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say about your parents? I was, like, I was going to say the same thing. My parents lived through that. Like, my parents, like, grew up in the 70s and the 80s. Like, they grew up, like, at the time of George Michael, Michael Jackson, the police. Like, they they grew up during those abhorrent musical histories, like, in our lifetime. And, like, like, and I, like, and I, like, listened to everything. Like, and I... Like, and I grew up through that, like, like years later. Like, I'm, like, a huge music nut. Like, I love, like, I'm a, I love old school music. I love, like, Me I, too. like, I just love, and, like, what I love most about it is just the stories behind it. Like, I like seeing, oh, yeah. Like, I like seeing, like, behind the music, the documentaries of what made them become stars in the first place, like, their lives, like behind every song like that's that's just my favorite honestly guys we could talk about all day we could talk about maybe four hours but you you, y'all will be pretty pissed at us if if you listen to a four-hour podcast but uh, right yeah but anyway april would you like to say anything else before we locked off the only thing i would like to say and this is definitely not another story is i would like to thank all the audience for keeping up with us the audience is starting to grow from where we started and i would love to tell everyone who has kept up with us that we really appreciate it um this is something that we're doing for fun this is something that we're doing to help other people as far as advice or distractions or just to kill some time during your day um we look forward to doing more podcasts in the future and just a reminder we are jane and april a little bit of everything find us on facebook and instagram and also 
DM us, like message us if you guys have any requests. Like, don't be shy. Because, like, we are welcome to any ideas. But, like, just make sure it's not really strong right now. But, but anyway, like, we're, like, this, this is what our show is about. We could talk about literally anything. Anything. Yes, anything. Like, and, and, like, and thank you guys so much. Like, we, it's crazy that we've been doing this for about a month. And the fact that we have, like, a lot of listens on our episodes, which is crazy to us. I mean, this, you guys, you guys have to understand, this was started as just a joke. But Yeah, we didn't think it would get this far with, you know, several listeners and putting it on Facebook. And, you know, there's, like I said, I we try to keep it light with, we don't want to get into a lot of the heavy hard hitting topics right now my thing you know as i have told jay uh, our thing is to kind of get it to where people are pulling closer together and they're not pushing apart like we want yes unity and enjoyment and pleasure not another newscast not another you know, news feed that pops up on Facebook about everything native mm-hmm. going on in the world. Exactly. We want to keep it light mm-hmm. and we want to keep it fresh. And authentic and fun and just really badass. <laughs> just like, just, just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, I went a little bit nuts with this episode, guys. So excuse, you know, some of the language, but I think that you know, we're to a point that that's not a big deal. We'll try not to like drop any crazy bombs on you guys. Yeah, <laughs> not, I'm not gonna do like an F bomb or anything. Yeah, don't <laughs> you guys worry about it. Like we're like we we are fine. Like we're we're keeping it PG thirteen. Maybe sometimes plus plus. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, but. But anyway, April has been it's always so fun to talk with you and just to vibe with you. Same Jane. I love speaking with you and I'm so happy we were able to do this today. You take care yes. now. Yeah, you too. Bye. Okay, goodbye, Jane. <laughs> All right, and goodbye everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.